What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Woman Be Healed podcast. The podcast all about acknowledging the opportunity to heal, harnessing the power of forgiveness by leaning on God and community. I'm your host, Rashonda Powell. What's up, y'all? Welcome, welcome, welcome back to episode 14 of the Woman Be Healed podcast. Yo, last week, what we talk about? We talked about fear, right? And we are also still in the month of March, which means that we are still doing our challenge of being intentional this month. And with being intentional, um, last week I gave everyone the homework or or exercise, um, so to speak, of being intentional with what we were feeding our minds as far as music. And, yo, when I tell you it was crazy because I needed that exercise, like, big time for myself. Like, I'm not even going to lie to y'all. After I published on that episode last week, I woke up the next day in a whole mood and it wasn't a good one. Like I was fighting depression and anxiety. It was so bad on Monday fighting that I had to take off on Tuesday. Like I really had to disconnect from absolutely everything and just get myself together because I just felt like my mind was under attack, like on every end. So um, last week I just really needed it. And also in the last episode, um, we talked about how when the devil gets a hold of your mind, like he does not have to touch anything else because our minds are that powerful. Like um, our minds literally affects like everything else, our behaviors, how we react or respond to situations, how we begin to think about things, you know, whether positively or negatively, depending on what the situation is, you know. So needless to say... My mind was, it was under attack and my mind and my thoughts were shifting to fear and shifting to negativity and shifting to just all these things against what the word of God tells me, right? Against what God has promised, right? And I had to shut it down, of course, but (laughs) normally I listen to music all the time, right? I'm a music head and, you know, any mood I get in, music is my go-to. But when I got in this mood, and lately when I've been getting in moods, I don't even want to hear music for real, for real. And that's a change because I'm a music head, right? Music is my go-to. I sing all day. I listen to music all day, you know. Um, but lately I've started to notice that I feel like that's something that the devil knows. And he's like putting it in my head. Like, girl, don't even turn on no music no more. And... um Lately, gospel has been my go-to um, as well. Like, I don't really, like, R&B isn't heavy on me or anymore, or rap really isn't heavy on any on me anymore, unless I'm listening to, like, Lecrae or Gonna Be or something like that. But, um, you know, I still I still have my vibes when I want to listen to, like, India, Ari, or Joe or something like that. But gospel has been, like, really heavy. That's what I, that's what I turn to or whatever. So... I've been having to fight even turning on the music when I get in these moods. And it's like, girl, what's wrong with you? You know, but it's still hard to fight it. So 
Last week, I have really had to push myself to listen, and I had to be specific on what music I turned on to really feed my my mind. And one of the songs I really have come to love is like Maverick City Music, right? Um, and it's a collab with Phil Wickham and Chandler Moore, and it's called Worthy of My Song. And it goes like, um, I'm going to sing until my heart starts changing. Oh, I'm going to worship until I mean every word. Because the way I feel and the fear I'm facing, it doesn't change who you are or what you deserve. Yeah, that's just the realest the song I could ever hear at this moment, whatever. So that's what I started listening to. And then my aunt, bless my auntie's heart, she sent me William Murphy is working. And that really helped my mind. Yo, I was feeding my mind that good food, right? But also, you know, before I was listening to all this music or whatever, um, when I get in my mind like that, like in a really negative way, I get really, really standoffish, right? And that's just coming from a place where I wasn't taught to really talk about how I felt. It was like a whole bottled up kind of thing. I would try to figure it out in my head. And when I try to figure it out in my head, I would get angry. I would get upset. I just didn't want to talk to anybody. I didn't want to be around anybody. So that's that's kind of one of my my mechanisms of trying to get out, <laughs> get out of my head, even while I'm in my head. So I, I have this. I have this way of being really standoffish when I get in these moods, right? So Monday night, I just didn't want to do anything. I it got to the point where I was literally in my room, sitting on my beanbag chair, like under the covers with my head clouded with absolutely everything. And it was comparison of like the should have, could have, would have, like fear in the unknown for the next couple weeks personal life, my nine to five, my business, my family, just absolutely everything was surfaced. And I couldn't fixate on anything too long because it was literally that fast. Like my mind was like this NASCAR show and the car zooming by were my thoughts. So Monday night, I had to text my manager. Uh, I texted her and I told her to get me tomorrow to get myself together. And, um, also, one thing about me, like, even when I get that way, I still got some fight in me. And there was a time where I didn't have none in me. So now that I have a little bit in me, it's it's encouraging or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I have to. I have to do this. And I got five reasons, my babies, and I got another reason, my big baby, my husband, to push with everything that I have left, even if it's not that much. I got some fight in me. So I texted my manager and I'm like, okay, just give me tomorrow. And she agreed. And then I texted my husband and I vented a little. And one thing about me and my husband, his mind stays going too, like all the time. And we both get, you know, rocked a little bit in our minds. But when we notice, you know, us getting each other, us getting to that certain point, it's like we come in and we let each other lean on, you know, one another for a bit. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to push you back on your two feet and remind you to stand up because you're strong and you can do this and you got me and you got God and yada, yada, yada. So I texted my husband and I've been it. And he came back with a word, of course. 
And he's like, okay, now you know, for these 10 years we've been together, every time it gets hard like this, a breakthrough is near. And it's so funny because I'm the one that's supposed to be like solid, solid in God, right? I'm out here with the podcast, uh, volunteering on church things and some more, right? But it's like, no, that's not how it is. And one thing I want y'all to really understand about this story is that even a person that's walking in God, or even when you're walking in your journey through life, you're going to get shook up a bit. Wind is going to come and blow and you might even be on two nails sometimes. And that's okay as long as your foundation is sturdy. And as long as your foundation is in God, he's going to make sure to keep your house up, okay? Even if you're on two nails, okay? So just keep pushing and keep pressing. So after my husband spoke the word to me, I said, okay, all right, I'm going to take tomorrow and I'm going to get me together, right? So Tuesday is when I really disconnected. I didn't want to do anything that had to do with my phone, anything that had to do with my computer, like none of that. Because one thing about your phone and your computer and all that, you know, electronic stuff is, it's like, it will get you into something. It'll make your mind race even more. So your fingers start wandering like so to social media, right? And <laughs> wandering to your emails and looking at invoices and bills and looking into your your text messages. And then when you're getting your text messages, you're seeing you're getting emails or text messages from your friends that done start venting to you because you're the strong friend technically, right? And they don't even know that you're battling yourself. So you have to start pouring out from a place that ain't even there just because that's who you are. And then you get up on Facebook and you start seeing negativity and nonsense and it just ends up putting you in a worse place than you initially started. So I said to myself, we're not doing, we're not doing electronics on Tuesday. I'm going to get my house together and I'm going to spend time with my babies. And y'all, I just, I, I did just that. And I had like three moments where I tracked my phone uh, you know, checked a message or two and gave like a small response, of course, but I put it back down. <laughs> and normally I even talked to my husband on his lunch break at night. I don't even I don't even think I did that because your girl was sleep early. That's just how much I needed that day. Like I cleaned up the kitchen real good. I fixed my pillows in my lounge room, sat out for a little bit. I even got around to doing my my daughter's hair, you know, over. And I didn't dwell too much on anything. Like, I didn't even write down anything. And that's unlike me. <laughs> I didn't go in my email or try to figure anything out. It was just a day of rest. So to conclude my whole long story, what I really wanted to come up here and talk to y'all about is rest. Okay. And I really wanted to say that it's okay to rest. So we live in this world where resting is like this rare gem. (laughs) We are some workers, yo. And we've got to a point where it's like, my goal is this, and I'm going to work double time and overtime to get it. And don't get me wrong, because being completely honest, I have that drive too. But that drive will bite you in the butt if you are not handling handling that drive in a way where you where you're adding rest in. And the way our bodies are set up, we are not meant to constantly be in overdrive like that. 
And I understand, y'all, sometimes it's like we don't have enough time in the day or the week to get adequate rest. But let me tell you what rest does, okay? So I'm going to give y'all some stuff that I found out what rest was. I researched rest. Some of the benefits of rest is rest is vital for mental health. It, It grants increased concentration and memory. It helps with having a healthier immune system. It reduces stress. It grants an improved mood. And it even helps with a healthier metabolism. And y'all know how bad we want them snatched waste by summer 2023, okay? Y'all even know that when you when you sleep, your body repairs itself. And I'm going to tell y'all, my youngest daughter is seven. Baby, if you tell her you are not feeling well, She's going to say, you know what you have to do is drink some water and get lots and lots of sleep. That'll make you feel better. (laughs) And my baby is five and she understands the assignment of resting, okay? And I can't even sit here and tell y'all that I'm the type of person that gets adequate rest like every night or every week. Like sometimes I toss and turn. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. Other nights I'm so beat down that I can't, I can go to sleep in like two seconds. But also, sometimes I'll go to sleep and then I'll wake up and feel like I didn't even rest enough because I feel like I was tossing and toiling and fighting all in my sleep because I had so much on my mind. It's even hard for me to take naps sometimes because I'm like, yo, I have to take advantage of absolutely every second of this day. Like, I just have too much to do. So me talking talking about this rest right now is for me too, so... The thing about getting rest, though, is so needed that even if you won't make it for yourself and you keep going and going and going and going like you some type of energizer bunny or immortal or don't need rest, your body is going to eventually remind you that you are very much human. And that may look like you... (laughs) It may look like you passing out in the floor somewhere or just dragging so bad that you literally cannot function or focus on anything. So, okay, I'm going to come up. I'm going to come at y'all from a standpoint like this. Okay, so God is a worker, right? A miracle worker, a behind the scenes worker, uh, uphill, getting whatever ready to meet you downhill worker, uh, in your situation worker, all up in your face worker. But even God took rest. Okay. Genesis 2-2 says, on the seventh day, God finished his work that he had done and he rested. God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, God rested from all the work he had done in creation. Jesus even took rest. And I feel like Jesus shared our human form to remind us of some things that we don't want to recognize or follow sometimes. But in the Bible, we see it. We see where it shows Jesus retreated to um, take rest and even shows us where he was sleeping and in the middle of the storm at that. Like, do y'all remember that the story when Jesus and his disciples were in in a boat and they were in the middle of the storm and the storm was just a going and they were in the, um, the boat panicking, the disciples were, and it says Jesus was asleep. And then Jesus woke up like, yo, cut it out. Y'all in here acting like fools. I can't even close my eyes for for five minutes. (laughs) And in Mark and Luke, we see that Jesus actually withdrew. He withdrew from these crowds and even his disciples to be alone and to pray. 
And that's called resting in another major way, right? That's resting your mind, your spirit, your emotions, your, uh, you know, all that, you know, praying emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Rest may not always look like sleep. Rest is calming your mind and giving God what you have no control on or over. Praying and confiding in him, that's rest. And when you just feeling all types of anxiety or you're feeling depressed or you're feeling overwhelmed or you feel like you have no control because, you know, ultimately we don't because we just want to so bad. That's when we retreat and rest in our minds and pray and let it go and give it to God. The word says, come to me, all you who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And then when you're resting in your mind, y'all, y'all ever realize that when your your mind is at rest, that's when your body follows? You ever tried to rest with a million things on your mind? I tried that Monday night, and I was up until 3 o'clock in the morning. Couldn't even get to sleep, and I was dog tired. And that rest in your body... God exemplified the importance in that in Mark 6.31. Jesus and his disciples had been working and teaching and, you know, performing miracles and all that stuff. And then, before I even get to that verse, how many of y'all know that people will drain you for everything you got to get everything they need and leave you (laughs) because you're technically the strong one? And because you're the strong one, don't, don't nobody really ever try to see about you <laughs> until you might be broke down into a nervous fit. And then, then everybody want to come check. How many strong friends I got listening? Let me tell you something. If Jesus knew the importance of withdrawing from people, then you better learn something from your good father and learn to do the same when every bit of you is being drained and you are not replenishing yourself with the necessary strength to proceed and carry on. Jesus is Jesus, and we are not him, but even he knew in his human form that, okay, this body can't take all this, and I know what I need to do to go and replenish my strength, and my disciples need it too because they're not like me, and they need rest too. So in Mark 6.31, Jesus tells his disciples, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. And to go a little further in the scripture, after he said this and they were retreating to that quiet place, they were met with a crowd of people. This crowd literally ran behind him and got to the place before them and started doing just what people do sometimes. Don't care what you got going on or where you headed and still going to ask exactly what they need from you before you get to where you're going. Big. And guess what Jesus did? (laughs) Jesus was Jesus and he helped them. Ain't that what we do sometimes, though? Pour out even on our last leg sometimes. And guess what? God is going to bless you for that, too. (laughs) Keep that in mind. But sometimes, just sometimes, we don't have it in us to help, right? When that depression just gets a little too heavy. Like, I can't even pick up my phone right now. I can't even talk right now. I don't even feel like praying right now. And Jesus was Jesus, and he helped in there. In that situation, but he was so intentional on getting his rest. So after he taught him and fed him, he was like, all right, now y'all got to (laughs) go. And then he retreated to a quiet place on the mountainside to pray. He got his rest. He had to pour out to get filled back up with God's strength. 
And sometimes we have to pour out our weakness to get that God's strength. We have to rest in God to get back up rejuvenated. 2 Corinthians 12 says, God's strength is made perfect in our weakness. Therefore, most gladly, (laughs) I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Then it says, for when I am weak, then I am strong. Don't be ashamed about anything. Just pour it out. There is nothing foreign to God. And don't keep trying to work, 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 trying to figure things out and trying to control absolutely everything when God is calling you to rest and to schedule your time to rest. Do y'all know that the Sabbath day was given to us as a gift? God wants us to rest. Like, child, you, you've been working. Now sit down somewhere. You need it. God rescued the Israelites from the Egyptians, and he kept reminding them to remember the Sabbath. This is a gift I'm giving y'all. Y'all have been slaving for over 400 years. Remember to rest on this day. Okay? And I'm going to share this verse with y'all and leave it here. Because one pastor, like that I was listening to pointed this this scripture out in his sermon and I, f- I forget who said it so I can't really give y'all a name unfortunately but they took one of the most popular scriptures and psalms and pointed out something so psalms 23 um y'all know it the lord's my shepherd I shall not want he makes me lie down in green pastures he leads me beside still waters and one of the things that the pastor pointed out was he makes me lie down So I really, really, really love that for this episode because even when you won't give yourself rest, sometimes God is going to give it to you because it's like, yo, you need to slow down, okay? And then don't you want to be level-headed and rejuvenated and feeling all kinds of healthy for where God is taking you? Like rest is a requirement for that outcome. And you won't be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor if you always laboring, right? (laughs) Remember that. All right, y'all. That's all for today's episode. I really, really, really appreciate you all for tuning into this episode of the uh, Woman Be Hilk podcast. Yo, before I go, y'all, your girl got baptized over the weekend (laughs) on Sunday at my church, Elevation Church. And it was mind-blowing, the entire experience from when I first drove up until we left. It was awesome. Um, I have never been baptized, like never. And I've been in, in church my whole life. But just to know exactly what it meant and to be at my big grown age and do it, it was nothing short of amazing. and. I'm going to keep chasing after God because he done chased me down my entire life. And I've just been running and running and running. (laughs) And it's not always easy chasing God, but my God is a worth it. (laughs) I'm going to keep going. And I pray, I pray y'all keep rocking with me. Anyway, until next time, y'all.